I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Can I say, Derek, it is so good to have you back in the chair this week. You can say that, and I, you'd be right. I missed you'd you. You'd be right. Yeah, and, thanks, mate. And we're coming to you all the way from Melbourne this week. Yeah, it's good to be here. Latte capital of the world. Latte capital of the world. Yep. The One Thing is brought to you with thanks to the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. And you've pressed play on episode 14, Ministry Dashboards. All right, just before everyone's eyes glaze over, I want to introduce this topic because, look, to be honest, uh, it's it may not be a topic that is dear to people's heart and you may want to turn off. Uh, today we're doing ministry dashboards. I remember many years ago, dark, distant past, uh, I was having a conversation with someone who led a church where they told me, um, I was asking them how evangelism was going and they said what they do to measure uh, evangelism and spiritual health in their church is in small groups they get their leader to submit online at the end of every time of meeting um, how people are going individually with follow-up and conversations and mark like on a metric scale. How do they do it? I they, they did it. And a little part of me was dying inside. My soul was shriveling as they were doing it, thinking, you have just sucked all the joy and life out of the gospel in that. <laughs> but I do want to say, I've come back a little bit. I've come back a little bit. In fact, a long way probably, uh, because I am a dating nerd. Uh, I'm sure they were selling their data set to Cambridge Analytica, so it was going somewhere. But I am a data nerd, and the thing that I've realised is there's a, an incredible helpfulness to actually understanding what's going on in the life of your church. It's just how you go about it. And today, we've got Ben Chapman, uh, the network coordinator from the Holy Trinity Network in Adelaide, and Mike Sams, one of their church planters, who's just planted in the last 18 months with the Trinity Network in Adelaide. Mike's just waved at everyone. I'm not sure you understand how recordings work, Mike. They can't see you, the audience. Oh. Thanks. That was your opportunity to say, g'day, that's Mike, just so everyone can hear Hi. Mike's voice. Hi, Scott. And uh, we've got Ben Chapman as well, Network Coordinator. G'day, guys. So, Ben, I want to kick off with you. Why is it that you as a network measure stuff? Well, it helps us make good decisions, uh, and it helps us assess uh, how we're tracking uh, and make sure that we uh, have an, a, an objective uh, view of how our churches are. Now, in a former life, you worked for BHP, and and you just had data. I'm sure just coming out of every you know every machine, Stoke. and person. <laughs> and, and <everything>. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you when you came into this role 12 months ago, I'm assuming there was probably a little bit of data, but not a lot of data. Yeah, uh, Trinity actually has uh, done a really good job of collecting data over the last uh, 10 years or so. Um, which has been collected in a consistent manner, which means we've actually got the equivalent of about 100 church years of data that uh, we've been able to take, adapt, and, and use to help us. And one of the great things I like is I, I can actually call Ben up and, uh, and get a chance to see how their current church plans are tracking with their historical church plans, which I don't think I've seen in any, in any church planning network. Mm. Um, for the listeners who are, uh, who are on the podcast, can you give us a picture of what it looks like for you on a Monday morning? Uh, yep, Monday morning we uh, log in. So the system we run is uh, CCB uh, and the requirement... The church community builder. Church community builder, yep. yep. Uh, the requirement on the churches, uh, the only requirement is that they mark a roll on a Sunday uh, and take notes about the visitors and that gives us 90% of what we measure. So that's really helpful. Um, what I've heard there is you actually make it achievable 
uh, and simple enough for even a church planner yeah. to get the data in. Is that right? Is that your experience, Mike? That it's simple, yeah. and achievable, and easy to get the data in? Yeah, it's really easy. We we can do it on Sunday during the service, and then we um, when we get staff meeting, we go through and check uh, that we've got all the same people. We haven't missed anyone, and yeah, it's so really you, easy. You're recording names, like you you're looking at the congregation, you're thinking, you're noting who is there that's regular and who's not there that's or who is there that. Is an irregular, and that's the kind of rush you feel. Yeah, so we have a list of um, of people who are um, on our 10 a.m. service regulars, and so we tick them off as being there. And anyone else who's not on that list, we record we record them, and we'll put mark them down if we don't know their names initially, and if we find out their names, we put them in, and we'll also categorise them at uh, at our church plant Trinity Grove. We we categorise if they're a first time newcomer, if they're a returning newcomer, or if they're a um, returning visitor or visitor for the first time because we want to also see are they newcomers that we can engage with or are they just family or someone just visiting um, and so we kind of just manually just put that down so then we get to see who's coming that's not part of our church and also means we can also generate every week a staff meeting the staff comes seeing uh who hasn't been for two weeks because it automatically get an email saying who hasn't been for two weeks what's going on with them yeah that's good now that's the data that that, that goes in what is it that actually comes out in terms of what are you actually measuring so if you're just gathering who's come who hasn't yeah. been there and then who's new what actually gets spat out the other end and what are you actually measuring so we measure uh, based on that one uh, set of information that's collected every Sunday we measure total gathering attendance uh, each and that gets reported back monthly. We then measure the percentage of uh, newcomers and visitors, so people who aren't a member of the church get recorded as a percentage. Uh, We then measure, we're also able to determine from that the regularity of attendance, so how often uh, in a month uh, does somebody attend on average. Uh, So they're the three key metrics that we measure off that data. And. and how do you how do you feel about this, Mike? How do, you know is it is it like you know Big Brother sort of sitting over the top and um, you got your data in and then you are kind of waiting for the call Monday afternoon from Ben, you know, to say hey, I noticed, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's usually about ten o'clock on Monday where he rings up and says you're down twenty and what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was kind of like that, if it was like Big Brother, you'd probably feel a little bit uncomfortable about it. But it just kind of makes common sense that you actually want to, uh, if you are committed to building God's people and, and helping them grow in Christ and fellowship and being a community that you want them to be a part of it. And so if you're recording that they're there, it's not checking up on them. It's actually helping them, helping us make sure we're continuing to uh, follow up on people and, and grow the community and help people make sure that they're connected in the processes of our welcome welcoming uh, pathway. Can I, can I ask just a very quick one on this? Do people in the congregation know that you've you're kind of recording this data in this way. Like, what do you what do you say to people? And would they be would they be freaked out if they kind of knew it was? Yeah. yeah. Well, as a network, we haven't. I don't uh, got, haven't got a process of this is what we've got to do across. So what we do at Grove is people when they come to a connect course or something like that, we we mention that, that that's what we do. Um, but it's not something that we go out of our way of telling people. Yeah. But certainly we're very upfront with that we want to do this because we want to make sure that people are connected and if you're part of the church you can expect that if you're not around for a couple of weeks we'll connect up with you because we do know that if you're not there yeah so. yep that's good all right so uh it's time for scott to talk about what's in his toolbox is that right <laughs> that's right Derek. Okay. Uh, every week uh we give you three ministry tools that you can implement straight away and these are my top three must-have resources for ministry dashboards the first one is a book 
uh, from the States by a guy called Tony Morgan, the Unstuck Group. It's called Vital Signs and it's free. Hmm. Uh, you might just have to give over your details, <laughs> but it's free. And you'll just get signed up to a whole bunch of emails, but it's free. Hmm. Vital Signs. We'll put a link in the show notes. The second one is um, the ministry dashboard session that is on at this year's Multiply with Andrew Mitchell from EV Church and Tim Clemens from Grace City Church in Waterloo. Uh, that resource will be able to be downloaded and that's got some really helpful stuff. And then the final one is uh, it's just a chapter from the book Simple Church by Eric Geiger and Tom Rayner. It actually speaks about movement. Uh, and, uh, and so there's four principles in there, but the one on movement I think is really helpful. Have a think about, uh, or have a read of that and then have a think about that in the context of the data that you're measuring. And, uh, and, and I'll, let you, I'll let you guys do the work and, and get into it. All right, and we're back. Uh, thanks, so Scott. It it feels a little bit like we're sponsored by Simple Church, actually. We've uh, mentioned it quite a bit. It's a good book. I reckon everyone should read it. I'm just saying. I think it's an excellent book. Yeah, I just don't... I, anyway, I, I don't think we're sponsored by them, but I, I have been fighting. It might be the book that I'm going to a lot lately, so apologies. Oh, that, no, no, I don't think you should apologize. I think it's an excellent book. All right, okay. That's the uh, end of the toolbox there. We, we're back here with Mike and Ben. Um, all right, Ben and Mike, just the data nerd in me background and IT. Can, the nerding you. Just the, just the nerd in yeah. me, just the nerding. Can you talk to us about how, what the technical, so you mentioned CCB uh, as the way in which you, uh, that's where you input the data into. Um, how do you, how do you produce within church community or, or whatever it is you use, how do you actually get that into a form that is useful in understanding where your church is at? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so what we use is custom reporting in CCB. So all the data goes in in a consistent manner. Then we use the, the custom report uh, process, which outputs uh, the data that we're particularly looking for in the format that we want. And then that gets uh, just Excel uses that for us uh, to pull that in and present it in a way mm. uh, that's meaningful. That's probably the biggest challenge for us though, is working out how to present data in a meaningful way and probably can't overstate that mm. fact that mm. um, it, it takes a lot of effort to make complex data simple but if you can do that that's when it actually becomes really what, what are some of the challenges in that like what have you kind of what path have you walked down and thought that's not where we want to go and yeah probably presenting too much information mm. um, so I think our first generation dashboards had you know 15 metrics on them that was the data nerd in you would love that, mm, uh, but the uh, for the average pastor or person on a leadership team, it was just it's data overload. So we've we've wound that right back. We fit nine churches uh, on one A4 page now wow. for a consolidated set. And when my leadership team gets their monthly report and they see it in a different graphs and diagrams to help explain it you can look at it in a few minutes and you've got a really good snapshot of the month and being able to compare it and just that simplification is the key I think. Mm. and so that's helpful to hear you only get it monthly so you're not getting it <clears throat> on the monday like i was we were sort of joking before that you get a call at 10 o'clock from uh, yeah from bed on a monday yeah. um but you get that data monthly not every week yeah we can go into ccb and see our attendance and i can track someone and all those kind of things but in regards to getting a dashboard we just look at it monthly get it before leadership team, reflect on it, they get it beforehand, and then we talk about it leadership team. And uh, you're in a network as well. Is there the, the, you know, the danger of comparison? I mean, it, it can happen outside a network as well because you hear stories of other churches growing and you know, slowing down. You know, how do you as the church planner deal with the sort of danger of comparison that we all get into as, as blokes? Yeah, oh, you, you're always going to have that without data as well. Mm. Uh, we don't look at everyone else's data 
um, monthly um, because what for that reason particularly um, we want to track how we're going and how our church is going and then when we get together if there's certain things that we can draw from the big trends we can do that without um, having that minute comparison so you can see if one church is really growing in community groups attendance and another's not we'll go well how what are they doing that we can pick up on or they've got a real mission focus because their their life course is growing really well and that is where the data and its simplicity is really helpful without us having to compare you know church by church attendance which can actually be something we've got to guard against yeah so just to kind of finish off we've got about one minute left how does this stuff scale like Trinity's a big network and growing and hopefully it continues to grow. Um, for a church that's starting off, you know, 20, 30, 40 people, do you use different tools or you use the same tools in a different way or is it exactly the same? It's just yeah. smaller? How do you I think uh, without telling people what they need to measure, that's kind of the work they need to do. Uh, I'd just say consistency is the most yep. important thing. Absolutely. So if you can uh, find something, measure it, it doesn't even matter if you don't get it right then you can at least look at the trends and the trends are what is the most important thing so um, a good system you'll be able to use with a church of 40 people you'll be able to use with a network of nine churches Hmm. yep that's good and in fact we've got a couple of examples um, in the show notes of different ministry dashboards from churches that people can can look at alright that brings us to the end of the show Scott give us the one thing that people need to be taken away about ministry dashboards well the one thing is this uh, Derek what you measure reflects what you value. So you need to track those things that drive you towards what you value. And hopefully that's making disciples. So I think we've heard really clearly from Ben and Mike today, track your average service attendance and track those newcomers that are coming to your church. Two simple things that you can measure week to week that focus on reaching the lost. Well, all those extras that are associated with today's show in the show notes for this episode and online at genevapush.com forward slash the one thing. Well, while you're clicking around, click over to Facebook and I want to encourage you to check out that page. And if you've got a question, uh, write uh, a question on that Facebook page and we will get to it. And also like the page as well. Thanks for joining us uh, for another episode of The One Thing. Coming up in our next episode, we have Sam Chan uh, joining us. He's going to be talking about doing Asian ministry in an Anglo context. I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Anna. Chat soon. Mm-hmm.